Hello and welcome to You Get What You Give, a weekly podcast that dives deep into the journey and process of transformation at the levels of mind, body, and spirit. My name is Chelsea Eden Dubow, and I'm an intuitive channel and spiritual teacher who is blessed to be able to help human beings overcome life's biggest obstacle to transformation themselves. Hello, and welcome to episode five. Uh, Today's episode, we're going to look at a topic that's very near and dear to my heart, just for how prevalent I see this um, within individuals, but also in the collective. Um, When I set out to develop a workshop, I thought that I was going to develop one solely about limiting beliefs, which is our topic today. But in fact, I realized that limiting beliefs are a symptom. There's a symptom of something else, something larger. And so in our discussion today, we're going to really kind of dive deep into uh, what limiting beliefs are and talk a little bit about where they come from. I hope this reaches those it needs to reach. That sound you hear is the beautiful sound of my Woodstock meditation chime. This is not an advertisement. I love to use it um, when I'm going into a meditation session. I was first introduced to it uh, during a healing retreat, and it has become very near and dear to my heart. So I think it's going to make a regular appearance on this, on this show. It's funny to call it a show. It's really just a weirdo talking to a microphone. (laughs) Okay, so let's get started. On any given day, on any given hour, you have a choice. You can choose to believe what you see or to see what you believe. The distinction between the two is subtle, but it's earth-shattering, namely because to move from one to the other requires a complete disintegration of your current understanding of self and the world in which yourself moves. The golden thread uniting the two is one simple truth, that your beliefs, in fact, create your reality. What you believe you see. And in turn, what you see, you believe. The choice then, if both are saying the same thing, is to exercise your own free will and choose to overcome the beliefs which limit you instead of helping you to expand. Limiting beliefs, they're the most prevalent type of belief in this reality. If you doubt this, Just look around. Limiting beliefs do exactly what their name implies. They limit. They constrain. Restrain. Collapse. Destroy. Contract. Make small. Diminish. They sow fear. Doubt. Denial. Greed. Hatred. Self-loathing. Dis-ease. And conflict. These are extreme examples, but limiting beliefs generally exist on a spectrum from the small 
I'm not good at math. To the big, people can't be trusted. And everywhere in between. And even if you look at the small, I'm not good at math. That can lead to some pretty big things, like someone not going into a certain job or education stream because of the limiting belief or beliefs that they have about their own capabilities. They show up in children, the elderly, the accomplished, and the floundering. Nations and companies and sports teams and brands and celebrities and influencers and everyone and everything in between is climbing a mountain with heavy weights attached to their ankles and they probably don't even realize it. Limiting beliefs are what keep you and others from exercising your free will over yourself to do the things you want, to accomplish what you dream of, to reach for the stars and create a life you deserve. Limiting beliefs are what keep your feet stuck in the mud. In the tree of life, limiting beliefs are the poison that seeps into the soil and down into the roots. The message it carries? You don't deserve to grow. You're not even a nice tree. Limiting beliefs sneak into the dreams of our world leaders. They whisper, war is peace. It's just self-defense. There isn't another way. They show up in the minds of our children who look to the world to show them the way. The world says, be like everybody else, but be better. Better yet, be better looking. Limiting beliefs are all we see and hear when we look into the dark mirror of our egos and see a reflection staring back that we don't recognize. Often this happens when we're very young and still finding our way. The hero's journey has begun, but most of us never get started because we don't believe in ourselves to begin with. Worse, we don't believe the call was truly for us anyway. It was obviously for someone else. And even if the call was heard, there are clearly, certainly a million reasons why it can't be answered. All limiting beliefs can be boiled down to one limiting belief. I'm not enough. It is the human condition. Lack of self-love is the erosion of all things good created of human beings. While self-love is not the topic of this particular episode, it is fundamental to the teachings of this academy and certainly form the foundation for the teachings around limiting beliefs in general. While self-love is not the topic of this particular episode, it is fundamental, it is foundational to the teachings um, that I offer. All limiting beliefs arise from the primary limiting belief. I'm not enough shows up everywhere, at all times, in all places, and even in the unlikeliest of individuals. It shows up in the collective, 
in our consciousness, in our peacekeeping and diplomacy, and of course, in our conflicts. It isn't just a belief in not being something. To be is also to have. And so this first limiting belief also applies in cases where resources seem to be creating the conflict. Where does greed stem from? The fear of not enough. Where does narcissism stem from? Fear of not being enough. All ego stems from not enough. And limiting beliefs are the way of the ego. The way of fear. To better understand how limiting beliefs work, let's picture them as they are. Parasitic worms. All a limiting belief wants to do is maintain its residence in your consciousness so that it can keep being fed by its host, you. Limiting beliefs are in fact rooted in the false sense of self, aka the ego, and depend on your belief in them and it for their slash its continued existence. The concept of the ego slash false self is another story, but as we see with the concept of self-love and the human predilection for self-loathing, limiting beliefs would not exist if you had true knowledge of your true self, because true knowledge of self cannot but result in self-love, which is the antithesis of both the ego and the limiting beliefs that all egos carry with them. True self-knowledge not only goes hand in hand with self-love, it eliminates the primary limiting belief and replaces it with its opposite, which is of course, I am enough. In this way, the ego is the meta-parasite, the plague rat, and limiting beliefs, the fleas. The ego carries the limiting beliefs, which then feed on your energy, whispering those foul nothings into your ears to keep you exactly where you must remain to prevent change from occurring. To keep you from transformation. The ego takes up residence in your human consciousness, aka your mind, and lays claim to your body consciousness, aka your subconscious, as well. It then draws these two streams of consciousness toward itself like a black hole, and this is what makes change, it's what makes transformation seem so difficult. It's important to note that if ever in your life you have ever successfully changed something about yourself through sheer will alone, you have successfully overcome a limiting belief likely without even realizing it. All habits that human beings would wish to overcome arise from a state of perceived lack, I am not enough, which has then given way to a behavior to fill whatever need or hole that perceived lack has created. As I mentioned, limiting beliefs exist in two different aspects of your consciousness your human consciousness, your mind, and your body consciousness, your subconscious. 
The third aspect of your total consciousness is, of course, your super consciousness, also known as that higher consciousness and the source of your divine being. Your super consciousness is the sum total of your true self's entire existence. The finger of light that connects directly to and is an extension of source, God, the creator. It is your very spirit, your soul, and one third and yet 100% of the Holy Trinity upon this earth. In biblical terms, it is the Father, the body, the Son, and the mind, the Holy Spirit. There are many, many interpretations of the Trinity, but one thing is clear. That which makes you includes three aspects of consciousness, two of which are susceptible to ego and thus limiting beliefs. There are many reasons for this, for, for that ego and why it's there and it does what it does. But you can rest assured that like the self-love, self-loathing problem, ego is as much a part of the human condition by design as death and conflict. So let us return to the two aspects of your consciousness that are susceptible to being driven by the ego, and we'll start with the body. The body is your physical vessel upon this earth for the short period of time called your life. It contains not only the blueprints for your life via your DNA, but it also holds the vast human history that was required over millennia to create the unique, living, breathing specimen that is you. You have never existed as you do now on this earth, and you never shall again. There are many like you, but none quite the same. Additionally, your body holds a living memory of every moment lived in your present incarnation. Where the mind does not have total recall owing to bandwidth issues over the 38 million seconds that are lived and experienced in a human lifetime, the body remembers just differently. Certain events, usually those which have elicited certain emotions, live in the tissues and muscles and systems of our fragile yet astounding bodily structures. Our bodies are of earth itself, of dirt and clay, of minerals and air and blood, and of ancient stardust and chemicals and water. We are nature. Our bodies are driven toward life and survival and equally to death and decay. Our bodies are extensions of this planet, and as we are mostly of water, we are equally as turbulent in the ebbs and flows of our emotions. It is part of this life as human beings to learn to accept our bodily memories and emotions, but also learn to overcome those which may lead to self-destruction. I am speaking now primarily of trauma and suffering. While it is healing and redemptive to reverse engineer our suffering back to the point where we understand where the undesired habits or behaviors or states of being arose, there is a risk for some to become trapped in identification with victimhood. Victimhood 
is an alluring and powerful ego that comes with many confounding, limiting beliefs, chief among them being either, what's been done to me shall be done to others, or what's been done to me prevents me from ever getting past what's been done to me. Both limiting beliefs assure continued suffering on both the parts of those who have suffered in the past and those with whom they interact on this plane. In my case, and the reason I share this is because this message can be difficult to hear and integrate. It certainly was the case for me. Nobody told it to me. I can only say that this information arrived on my own awakening journey. But in my case, everything changed the instant I stopped identifying with what happened to me. For years, I considered myself to be a victim, identifying myself with the thing that happened. But I am not now, nor was I ever, the thing that happened to me. Rather, it was remaining identified with the thing itself that kept me stuck in repeating cycles, which ensured that not only was the person who hurt me still hurting me, but I had taken their place. I was hurting myself. The moment I saw the difference was the moment I freed myself. Looking at the mind now, it's easier to understand where the ego takes hold. After all, it's the mind which is most closely associated with this concept. But what is the ego? There are numerous interpretations and definitions. But here, as it's been made known to me via channeling, the ego is defined as that which makes up the false sense of self which is rooted in lack. I am not enough. It is our desire to be loved and our perception that we are separate from our true selves, God, and each other. Your mind is one of the most powerful forces in the universe. It is a tool through which you manifest your reality on this earth. The problem is, when the ego and its limiting beliefs are in charge, that reality becomes warped. Where the body is concerned with bodily memories, the mind is of the mind. And what is the mind good at? Thinking. But not just any kind of thinking. Overthinking. Overanalyzing. Judgment. Critique. Comparison. Doubt. Denial. The problem isn't so much that we have too many thoughts though that too poses its own challenges. The problem is the identification with those thoughts, many of which are horribly self-destructive, disturbing, and susceptible to the external conditions over which the mind has no control. Many beings are constantly at the mercy of their racing minds, and in our present time, with its endless distractions and ever-shortening attention spans, the challenge to be mindful and present is ever present. 
The sum total of the egoic mind, then, the one which identifies with the thoughts, is always the same. Fear. Most beings on Earth aren't asleep at the wheel. No. They're unconscious, curled up in fetal position in the passenger seat while a deranged version of themselves is pedal to the metal and hurtling toward chaos and destruction. And guess what? That's perfectly okay. Each one of us is on a particular journey, and we only have infinity to figure it out. However, if you're listening to this, it probably means that you've arrived at a place in your journey where you're ready to boot the dark passenger out of the driver's seat so that you can take your rightful place. And it starts with overturning those limiting beliefs. We'll now dive into a guided meditation. If you're driving, make sure you come back later. Welcome to this guided meditation on reversing limiting beliefs to transform your life. Find a comfortable position, either sitting or lying down, and take a moment to settle into your breath. Close your eyes if you feel comfortable doing so. Let's embark on a journey to release limiting beliefs and embrace transformation. Begin by taking a deep breath in, filling your lungs with fresh air and exhaling slowly. Inhale positivity and as you exhale, Release any tension or doubt. Feel the breath as it flows in and out, bringing a sense of calm and presence. Shift your focus inward. Visualize a bright light at the core of your being. This light represents your authentic self, free from the constraints of limiting beliefs. Feel the warmth and energy emanating from this inner light, a source of boundless potential and possibility. As you connect with this inner light, recognize that it is untouched by the limiting beliefs that may have held you back. It is a reservoir of strength, wisdom, and resilience. Let's bring awareness to any limiting beliefs that have been ingrained in your mind. These beliefs may have taken root from past experiences or external influences. Picture them as dark clouds hovering around you. Acknowledge these limiting beliefs 
without judgment. Understand that they are not an intrinsic part of who you are. Rather, they are learned patterns of thought that can be transformed. Imagine the bright inner light expanding, gently pushing away the dark clouds of limiting beliefs. See the light permeating every corner of your being, dissolving doubts and fears. As the light grows stronger, witness the transformation taking place within you. With each breath, affirm your intention to release these limiting beliefs. Visualize them disintegrating, leaving space for a new, empowering narrative to emerge. Now, let's rewrite the narrative of your life. Envision a blank canvas before you. This canvas represents the limitless possibilities that await when you release limiting beliefs. As you paint this canvas with vibrant colors, imagine affirmations and positive statements replacing the old limiting scripts. For each stroke of the brush, declare a belief that aligns with your true potential. I am worthy. I am capable. I am enough. Allow these affirmations to resonate deeply within you. Feel the energy of transformation pulsating through your entire being. Sense the expansiveness of the possibilities that now surround you. In this transformed state, you are free to pursue your dreams, unburdened by the shackles of limiting beliefs. As you continue to breathe, embrace the idea that every moment is an opportunity for growth and positive change. You are the author of your story and you have the power to shape it with empowering beliefs, expanding beliefs. Express gratitude for this journey of transformation Take a moment to acknowledge the courage it takes to confront and release limiting beliefs. 
trust that this process is an ongoing, evolving journey toward your fullest potential. Gently bring your awareness back to the present moment. Wiggle your fingers and toes, becoming aware of your physical body. When you're ready, open your eyes. Carry the energy of transformation with you as you navigate your day. Remember, that by reversing limiting beliefs, you open the door to a life filled with limitless possibilities. Thank you so much for joining me in this guided meditation. Blessings. Thank you for joining me on You Get What You Give. For more information about Edensgate Spiritual Academy, please visit the website at edensgate.ca. Until next time, and remember, you are loved beyond measure.